0: taco the town it's the podcast where it's always taco tuesday i'm your host dave and i've still never met a taco i didn't like actually there is one taco place that i did have a bad taco experience at and that place will go unmentioned until you know what it's time this has gone on too long it's time to end the charade it's time for me to face my past it's time for me to move on. Guys, it's time. It's time for me to tell you my one bad taco experience. I've decided it's the right time for me to taco about it. But today we will be reviewing another place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by a special guest who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We're going to share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos some socially distant tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town, Dave's Bad Taco Experience, finally revealed. Let's find out what taco place we're gonna be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Fuzzy's Taco Shop. That's right. My one bad taco experience was at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Now, the truth can finally be told. It's time for me to face my taco demons. Five years ago, I had my one bad taco experience at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. It's time to see if I can exercise those taco demons Now, Fuzzy's is a taco chain. It has many locations in the Kansas City area. Its Kansas City locations are Olathe at 135th and Merlin, Kansas City, Missouri on Warnell near Watts Mill, Overland Park, Kansas on Antioch and 95th Street, Lawrence, Kansas has a Fuzzy's taco shop, and so does Topeka, Kansas. Now, according to the Fuzzy's taco shop website, the original Fuzzy's taco shop is on Berry Street in Fort Worth, Texas. It was there that a glorious vision of Taco Heaven took hold in 2003. It would have frosty drinks. It would have good vibes. It would be the kind of place that you never want to leave. It would be a huge, craving-inducing success. Fuzzy's earned a cult-like following, and that first location turned into more than 100 across the country. Today, people bring their dogs, party on their patios, and feel the festive love every time they walk into a Fuzzy's. with locations popping up nationwide, their Baja tacos, chips and guac, and frozen margaritas are always within reach, which is reason enough to celebrate with some as far as they're concerned. Now, this is me talking. You know, walking into a Fuzzy's for the first time, you get kind of that Margaritaville vibe, almost like Joe's Crab Shack, if you remember that institution. It's kind of like a corporate version of a beachside taco dive, and that can be kind of sad on a cold January night in Kansas City back in 2015. Yes, that's when I had my bad taco experience. Now it can be told. It's time to reveal my one bad taco experience. My story begins the summer of 1988. I was a nine year old boy, smack dab in the middle of my happy childhood. Summers were filled with riding bikes watching a lot of AM live on KSHB TV 41, outdoor adventures in the nearby woods with neighborhood kids playing flashlight tag and hide the crab apple, climbing dirt mounds and throwing dirt clods at cars in the Kansas suburbs. This particular summer I was hired by my neighbors to watch their dog snuggles while they went on a summer vacation. Snuggles was a super hyper cocker spaniel. We got along pretty well. He loved it when I'd let him out into the fenced backyard where he could run around in circles without a care in the world. I'd watched Snuggles twice before without incident, and this time they also put me in charge of feeding their goldfish as well. It was a fun little summer job where I could make some money that I could put aside to pay for my future taco habit. One day, a week into watching Snuggles, Unbeknownst to me, another neighbor that was cleaning Snuggles' owner's swimming pool had left the back gate open, and when I let Snuggles out into the backyard, Snuggles darted out through the back gate and ran into a busy highway right next to the house and was hit by a car. Snuggles died that day. Directly or indirectly, I had a hand in Snuggles' death. I would soon gain the nickname that matched my initials. DK. Dog Killer. Needless to say, my days of taking care of my neighbor's pets was over. I remember that day vividly, running out of my neighbor's home, seeing Snuggles' lifeless body on the highway and then running across the street into my home, up into my bedroom, collapsing onto my bed, sobbing, destroyed that I had let my neighbors down. My negligence had just cost Snuggles his life, just a young boy facing true darkness for the first time. Later on that week, I would also kill the neighbor's goldfish. I think I overfed them. The same pain and disappointment I felt that summer day in 1988 is the same pain I felt years later in life on that fateful January night in 2015. This takes place at a Fuzzy's taco shop that doesn't exist anymore. It came and went like a phantom in the night, perhaps because others had bad taco experiences there like I did. It was on the corner of 135th and Metcalf in Overland Park, Kansas. A cold January night, a Thursday. I needed some tacos to warm me up. Walking in, there were not that many people inside. In fact, I think I was the only customer at dinner time. Not a good sign. The first thing my eyes go to is a huge bowl of open-air salsa, sitting out looking very lukewarm. I stand at the counter for a few minutes before a disgruntled employee with a ponytail comes to take my order. He didn't seem to be too enthused about working at a taco shop. There was no joy. In his face, his eyes, his eyes were cold, like the night. I ordered some chicken tacos and chips and salsa. I sat down and waited for my tacos, and waited, and waited, and waited. There was a bad knockoff reggae song playing on the overhead speakers and a sad motorbike rally on the TV. Finally, my tacos arrived. I watched as the disgruntled man behind the counter dipped a gnarly old ladle into the lukewarm salsa that at this point resembled the top of a day old lasagna. This was the salsa I would be eating with my tacos. Should I have known something was wrong? I should have. That was my mistake. Had salsa ever done me wrong before? No. Never. Had tacos ever done me wrong before. Not once. I got home and started to feast on the tacos. I took some of the lukewarm salsa and sprinkled it across the tacos. Going down, the tacos were fine. The chips and salsa were fine. It was a semi-enjoyable night. Nothing out of the ordinary. And like usual after a good taco meal, I laid down for bed. Cut to six hours later, in the middle of the cold night, I awoke, something was wrong. My stomach felt like It had been on a non-stop marathon ride on the Zambezi Zinger, twisting, turning. My head was clammy, my tongue was dry. This was not normal. Then I suddenly remembered what I had eaten the night before. The tacos, the salsa, the ladle, the disgruntled man with the ponytail. I run into the bathroom and collapse onto the floor in front of the commode. I open my mouth and the whole world, Turns to black. It's as if all of my taco sins that I've committed throughout my life were violently escaping my body. I had never been this sick before. I go in and out of consciousness. Visions of the lukewarm salsa pouring onto my tacos, the ladle, the ponytailed man laughing, the bad reggae music. What has happened? What have I done? I can't stand up. I live on the bathroom floor for the next 48 hours, rolling in pain, letting the poisoned tacos work their way through my system. The tacos at Fuzzy's taco shop betrayed me. Tacos had never turned their back on me before. What did I do to deserve this fate? Then I remembered snuggles, and I shake my fist at the gods. This was revenge. This was the gods telling me we are even. They took something I loved, tacos, and they twisted it just as I had taken Snuggles away from his family. The true moral of the story is, maybe I was too young to watch a neighbor's dog and their fish, and maybe you should always check if the back gate is latched, and maybe I had been taking tacos for granted, eating them my whole life without a care, thinking that old tacos are like ambrosia and can do no wrong. I'd flown too close to the sun, and my taco wings had failed me. Snuggles, wherever you are, I hope you can forgive me. No dog should ever leave this earth before his time, just like no taco should ever cause someone pain. This is my bad taco experience, and today I will be eating Fuzzy's Tacos again for the first time. Since that cold January night. All right, guys, there it was. There was my bad taco experience. It took a lot for me to get to the point 115 episodes in to admit what happened that day. And here to help me face and conquer my trauma is my guest. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guest. She's an energy healer and meditation teacher that specializes in helping patients work through trauma. She uses a combination of techniques, crystals, card readings, and sound therapy to get to the root of trauma and empowers clients to, frozen voice, let it go, let it go. How was (laughs) that?
1: That was beautiful.
0: When she's not helping people heal, you can find her exploring KC, doing yoga, and hanging out with her cats. She's just as delightful in person as she is on her Twitter account, the Birdie Hansen, H-E-N-S-E-N. Welcome to Taco the Town, Birdie Hansen.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being here on this special occasion. So what do you think? Can you help me? Can you help me close this chapter of my life? Can you help me close the Bad Taco Experience chapter?
1: I think together we can close this chapter.
0: Now, you brought a lot of devices here today. You brought your crystals. (laughs) Yes. You brought a... What is... uh, Just tell me everything that you brought to help today. Okay,
1: so I brought... Especially for you, you get to keep this. Um, I brought you a couple of crystals. One of them is black tourmaline, and this is a protective stone. So my hope is that in by giving you this, that you are protected from all future horrible taco experiences. Oh my God, and, thank you. Um, I also brought you a citrine crystal, which is for the solar plexus in helping you overcome everything that happened with the dog incident when you were 10 years old. Thank you. I also have a tuning fork because sound can help release trauma from the body. And finally, a couple of crystal crowns that look very unicorn-like. That was just the vibe that I was feeling today. Oh, I forgot one thing. And a deck of cards so that hopefully we can get some guidance around what might help you move forward.
0: Thank you. You made those those crystal crowns yourself? I, I did. You make those. You you always post pictures of your beautiful crowns that you make.
1: I do. Thank you. Yeah. Where,
0: where do you get your crystals from?
1: I get them from the internet and there's a few different sources. And then, you know, in the time of quarantine, I have just been wrapping crowns because there's really not a whole lot else to do right now.
0: Have you ever helped someone get over a 10 year old trauma with a dog and fish, goldfish, as well as someone who relates that to a bad taco experience many, many, many years later?
1: Yeah. I mean, every trauma is kind of like a snowflake and it's unique in its own way. But I mean, I have seen clients who are 75 years old who are still carrying something that happened to them 30, 40 years ago. Like I have one client who accidentally hit and killed a child with his car so he had been carrying that around for about 40 years and we worked through that together so i'm hoping that there will be a good outcome today i feel good about it
0: that's that is way worse than what i did i gotta know starting just off the top here Are you a taco lover? Do you have love for tacos?
1: I have deep like for tacos, but personally, I am a burrito girl at heart.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: Yeah. Uh, Should I go? Should I just like see myself out now? (laughs) You wait, I'll go. Bye. It was nice meeting you. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) I didn't even need any tacos yet. (laughs) Uh...
0: (laughs) You're a burrito girl.
1: I am, but I understand that Burrito of the Town doesn't quite have the same ring to it, so... uh, You know, your
0: handler should have told me this before they (laughs) booked you on the show. I don't have a
1: handler. No one could possibly contain me.
0: This is so hard to uh, to handle. Okay, uh, so why it's not you,
1: a personal rejection. It's just my personal preference.
0: Why Why do you like burritos?
1: I like burritos because there's like more square inches of deliciousness, and you can kind of get more things in one place at one time. I also really love. I'm a very short person. I'm like five foot one. If I stand up really straight, I love that they like most burritos wind up being literally the size of my arm. Okay.
0: And you like you like the packaging of a burrito better because you feel like can, there's more ingredients that can go in that burrito. And,
1: yeah. Is that right? Um, I also, I'm going to admit this now. I'm a messy eater. Like,
0: so you're it's like, not cute. So ta- tacos are... <laughs>
1: tacos are a disaster. A, it's going to be a mess.
0: It's going to be a mess. Okay.
1: I should have brought a bib, I guess. I don't know. Um, well... Uh, since you brought your
0: crystals and all of this stuff and we haven't even yet begun to get into healing my trauma, I'm gonna just say you can stay okay you can stay Thank we can you. get through this I think we can do this we can
1: do this I feel good about it
0: and you are not originally from Casey where Where did you grow up?
1: I grew up on Long Island very glamorous.
0: What's the taco scene like in Long Island
1: well. I actually was just talking about this earlier today about how I had never really eaten any kind of non like packaged food growing up as a child. Like we ate a lot of frozen dinners and uh, my idea of a taco was like old El Paso. I think it was like the mix where like you got your crunchy taco shells and you got the powdery whatever substance that went on your meats and cheese and like shredded lettuce. And that was my idea of a taco. So um, my horizons have expanded greatly over the course of my lifetime.
0: (laughs) When did you have your first real, real taco? Like, were you like, oh, this is what a taco is?
1: Well, I was living in LA at the time and I was out on a second date and I got absolutely shmammered. Uh, We were at this like whiskey bar in downtown LA and... At the end of the night, it was like three in the morning, there was a taco cart outside and we got tacos and I was like, holy balls, like this is a completely different experience than I've ever had. So it like, it blew my mind, like no more packaged taco stuff at all. Yeah, that was, that was a life-changing experience. For the best. Yes. I I can't lie. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous because you invited me here to go over your most traumatic taco experience. And I can't say that that had me like jumping out of bed for joy this morning.
0: (laughs) Me either. I'm I'm scared. I don't know what we're going to face today.
1: Like, should we have worn diapers? Like Donald Trump's diapers? Yes. Like someone (laughs) needs to change the baby. No
0: no that
1: was trending on twitter this morning I know, That's just why, for yep. context
0: <laughs> was it uh donald diapers yeah, yeah. i think so hashtag donald <laughs> no t- hashtag diaper don that's what diaper it was don.
1: Yeah. poor baby no
0: i think we're gonna be okay but sheesh because of what happened to me man i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i i I'm, i had you do this on this episode i we these are going to be good tacos.
1: Okay, let's let's put good energy yeah, toward it. Like energy. set an intention that these are going to be good right. tacos and that they're not going to give us food poisoning. Yeah, we're just going to like send good vibes to the tacos. It's a that's completely a, that's a normal different, thing to do.
0: It's a chain, so that was a completely different Fuzzies Taco. That's it's not even open anymore. So this is a all whole right. other location. This is at the Warno location. All so. right, all right. I think we're I think we're going to have to um, face this together and. Uh, <laughs> No diapers, I'm needed. <laughs> I'm so scared.
1: so scared.
0: Well, we have the crystals. We have the cards. What do you want to do first? Where, where can we let this healing begin for me?
1: So typically, if I were seeing you like in my healing space, which is in my home, we would sit down, we would talk about your story, and I would kind of scan your body, and I would ask you some questions.
0: Do you need me to lay down? Nope. You okay. can stay exactly right.
1: as you are. And so what I would ask you is when you think about this trauma, where do you feel it in the body?
0: When it comes to snuggles or yeah. when it comes to the taco incident?
1: Let's, let's do snuggles because I think that there's a lot to unpack here because you were so young and it's obviously something that has kind of shaped your view of the world if you are still thinking about it in terms of other things that feel traumatic.
0: With snuggles, I just feel it, like, you know, it's more of a heart and head thing. Like, at that time, I just felt so disappointed in myself for letting my neighbors down. Yeah. And also taking, being negligent of the dog or not checking if the gate was latched, the neighbors left it open. I just felt like I really screwed up on something that they really trusted in me. And it cost, cost the life of snuggles. And then later, I killed their fish, too.
1: Hmm. So, Yeah. Do you feel like you have forgiven yourself for this? I
0: don't know. I I mean, I still feel really bad about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When you think about it in terms of being an adult now, what is something that you would say to your younger self when this happened?
0: Dave, one day you're going to be eating tacos, and you're going to think everything's all right, and then you're going to get violently ill, and it's going to conjure up all these memories about snuggles. And I just want you to know, don't worry, it wasn't your fault. You 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 did everything you could. You didn't know Snuggles was gonna get out of that gate. You didn't know Snuggles was gonna run into the highway. It's okay, Dave, don't, don't think about it. Is that the right thing
1: to say to myself? Absolutely. I mean, our younger selves, we carry them with us all the time. So whenever there is a traumatic experience, especially in childhood, we have a tendency to carry that life stage with us. And so sometimes it can be really hard to progress uh, developmentally because we feel almost stuck in that moment in time. So we can feel that whenever we let somebody down or whenever there's another traumatic experience, we can relate them back to one another. But kind of saying nice things to your inner child can be really healing in any circumstance especially this one because you were so young and it was it's so traumatic. I mean, you were chosen to take care of this person's pet that they loved and there was an unfortunate but not intentional thing that happened. So obviously as a little kid, you were given a big responsibility that led to kind of a big trauma that I'm sure kind of carries, you carry it around with you even today.
0: Now I always check if the gate is latched and I try not to let dogs run into highways like my entire life.
1: Yeah. Hypervigilance is definitely part of that, it is definitely a trauma response.
0: What do, you, what do you think I should do about now that we're facing my bad taco experience, we're going to eat these tacos Hopefully it will give us some clo- give me some closure. I hope it gives you some closure too. Have you ever had a bad taco experience in your life?
1: I have had like underwhelming taco experiences, but nothing that I would classify as traumatic.
0: Okay. Is there anything in my story or in my past that you feel has led me on this search for tacos? Is it, is it showing you that I am searching for something else?
1: in life? Well, what do you get out of eating tacos? Is it comfort? Is it joy? Is it like, how would you describe this quest for tacos? All of the above. All of the above. So, I mean, food is definitely a way that humans seek comfort. And I would say that looking for the best one is almost self-defeating because Like what is the best taco and like what happens when you find the best taco? Do you stop or do you keep reviewing? Obviously you keep eating tacos. It's not like you get the taco and then you're just like, okay, well I'm done. No more tacos for me. So it can be, almost self-defeating in a way because you are seeking this best thing, but for no real reason, like there are no awards or accolades that come from it. But I think something that's really powerful about your taco experience is that you turn it into human connection because you started a podcast about this where you have guests on who get to share an experience with you, which can be really healing, especially talking about it.
0: Should we do the cards or should we do the crystals?
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's ask the cards some questions. Ooh, okay. I have like a, a sneaky card that's not even from this deck in here. So this is an oracle deck and oracle decks are used for guidance and they're not predictive in any way. Like there's no fortune telling or anything, but what we can use them for is to get some insight on a situation. And so what I would like to ask the cards today is for a little bit of guidance around where this core trauma lives around this incident with Snuggles. Just
0: pulling a card. Ooh. What you got there?
1: Okay. So the insight that I have from the cards is uh, that there has been a loss of trust, a loss of self-trust around this incident. So feeling like you always have to look over your shoulder And really what would be healing for you is this ability to kind of let go and allow things to unfold as they're supposed to. So in this card, there is a woman who is falling toward water. And she's just free falling and she's not bracing for impact or anything. So really what the card is telling us is that it's like it's time to let go and trust that you know how to do the right thing when it comes to caring for things and even self-forgiveness. Because I think that forgiving yourself is such a huge element of healing this trauma. So that's a good one and then I want a little bit of guidance around how you can move forward. Like what would be the most healing next step?
0: Pulling another card out of the stack.
1: Ooh, okay. So this card has um, some imagery on it around eggs and what looks like jellyfish and the words on the card are pass between. And what this card is telling us is that there are always things that are chapters in our lives and we can choose to move through them or we can get stuck in certain places. And so what would be the most healing next step from what I'm getting from this card is that you can allow this to be a chapter in your story and not the entire book. So not allowing this experience to define you in any way and know that it was just an unfortunate incident that happened and that you can kind of close the book on this chapter. Whew. Whew.
0: Whew that's, Deep stuff. Feels good.
1: Yeah. Whew. Do you feel a little yeah, bit relieved? I do. That's awesome.
0: Should we do some sound?
1: Yeah. So I've got a tuning fork with me and this is tuned to the heart, but the heart is kind of the center of the body. And if we heal the heart, we heal everything else. So this is a weighted tuning fork. And what you'll do is you can either bang it on your heel of your hand or on your knee and then place it over the heart. And the vibrations are meant to help release emotions and trauma.
0: Oh my gosh. Thank you. Here goes.
1: Yeah. And then? It'll start to vibrate and then you'll take the green bead at the end of it and you'll place it on the chest and those vibrations are meant to like move the energy around.
0: I'm liking this. Yeah. It feels great.
1: It's really powerful. I wish I had a singing bowl with me um, because they're tuned to 432 hertz, which is the same as a cat's purr, and it is healing to the human body. It helps cells restore themselves, and it's a great way to release trauma. When I am not doing sessions, I volunteer at a hospice center, and so we do grief cafe every Tuesday, and I play singing bowls to help people move the grief around.
0: That felt great. That's awesome. Felt really good.
1: Yeah. So some easy, I mean, it seems really woo-woo, but it's not completely ridiculous to have these tools as a means to get some insights to help us move forward because we never want to get stuck in a trauma. We always want to be able to move through it so that we can live a happy life and have some balance physically, emotionally, and spiritually.
0: Do I wear the crown or yeah, do you, you wear totally the crown? Yeah, you totally wear the crown. What do we do with the, with the crystal so, crown?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this particular crystal crown is, uh, it's kind of like a unicorn colored. So these are crystal quartz and they are kind of like the multivitamin of crystals and they're good for everything. And so when we wear it, we hopefully are raising the vibration. So using it to, um, you know, just as like a little boost. Okay. Um, I'll wear one. Okay. You wear one. It won't be weird at all. It'd be great. What could possibly go wrong? Oh my gosh, you're so pretty. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. So, it,
1: take a selfie. Like you need to yeah, capture yeah, this moment. Yeah. This is a special moment. I'm trying to get the sun. The lighting just right. Yeah. It's hard to do.
0: Okay, I got the. Cra- now what do we do? Do we? Uh,
1: I mean, you just, can, should we have
0: been wearing these the whole episode?
1: Maybe, but I don't think it's too late. I think that if we really put our mind to it and set an intention to release this trauma, that miracles can happen pretty fast. This
0: feels really good. You I'm look great. Le- I'm leaving this on. <laughs> People driving by.
1: <laughs> Probably y- are don't like, know what, what is happening?
0: Well, thanks. I'm feeling, feeling a lot better already. Awesome. I hope, I hope the tacos will just keep this healing party going. I hope so. You know, every week here on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. This there is the- are
1: taco news stories yes, every week?
0: Every week.
1: How do you find these? So
0: much. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in on the taco news. Okay. St- this is the taco ticker. Here we go. I just want to get your thoughts on some of these taco news stories. Okay. <laughs> taco ticker story number one, Domino's Pizza. Are you a fan?
1: You know, I am. Okay. Yeah. I like the convenience. And honestly, their pizza has gotten so much better over the years that I can say I'm a fan.
0: Um, They introduced a taco-flavored pizza recently. Okay. It says back in August, they introduced two pizza specials for delivery, the chicken taco pizza and the cheeseburger pizza. Have you ever had taco pizza before? Are you a fan of I that? I have
1: not. Honestly, I'm a pizza purist. Whenever I go to a new pizza place, I always get a plain slice so that I can like judge the quality of the dough, the sauce, the cheese situation. And, Do you have a favorite KC? Oh yes, um, De Bronx, hands down.
0: The Bronx. Yes. De Bronx
1: DeBronx, over on 39th Street yep. in Volker, the best pizza in Kansas City. It's New York style, and it's it's really good.
0: Um, The company said in the press release that the tacos and cheeseburgers, like tacos and cheeseburgers, as we as we find out sometimes here on the show, they don't deliver well from taco Mm. places. So they want to they want to have you to have your tacos on a pizza. The executive vice president says we're excited to add even more options to our lineup of delicious specialty pizzas. Now, friends and family who are craving a taco or cheeseburger on pizza night won't be disappointed. Domino's new taco and cheeseburger pizzas are sure to satisfy everyone. The uh, taco pizza is topped with American cheddar and provolone cheese, taco seasoning, grilled chicken, fresh onions, green peppers, and diced tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Would you ever try one of these?
1: Well, you lost me at green peppers, but um, I would try it. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way for it, but if it was around, I would try a slice.
0: Okay. Best taco pizza is Casey's. Casey's General Store. Oh, really? Yeah. Got to try that. Okay. They're famous for it.
1: Putting it on my list.
0: But yeah, I don't know. Domino's Taco Pizza. I, I, I probably won't try that. All right. I probably won't. Taco ticker story number two. Taco Bell apologizes for controversial storefront sign. Uh, a Taco Bell in I- Ohio has issued an apology after a customer discovered a sign calling out employees who were late for work. The message said, oh, all written in caps, the sign read, dining room is closed until the store's workers can show up to work on time we will happily serve you through the drive-thru as quickly as possible we're very sorry for the inconvenience the note went on to tell customers please bear spelled (laughs) b-a-r-e with us until we find the right team to best serve our community the customer that read the sign also told Fox News, oh, this is a Fox News wow. story, that although she thought the location did have noticeably bad service, the restaurant's managers had no right to say that about their staff to the public. So they were mad at their employees and they put up a sign.
1: Yeah, it seems very Karen like.
0: Totally a Karen move. <laughs> Wait, have we already revealed your name? I we haven't. Gosh, I can't imagine. What if your name was Karen? I mean, can you imagine that in today's <laughs> society? Gosh, I'm glad your name's Bertie and it's not mm, Karen. Me too. Yeah, that just sound, sounds like
1: they have some. Yeah, di- it sounds really petty. Yeah, gosh.
0: One of the um, Taco Bell spokespersons said, we confirmed that the dining room reopened within an hour and we apologize to our customers for any inconvenience. <laughs> That's a really these people working at taco bell
1: heartfelt apology yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) okay so every week we have a taco bell crime story this is called cheesy gordita crime
1: (laughs) cheesy gordita crime
0: here we go taco bell in rexburg idaho calls police over a hot sauce dispute with customer A dispute over hot sauce had one fast food customer seeing red. A Taco Bell in Idaho reportedly skimped on giving a customer extra hot sauce packets, causing a commotion at the drive-thru that resulted in law enforcement responding to the heated scene. An unidentified customer held up a drive-thru line over the spat a few Sundays ago and refused to leave, causing a traffic jam in the Taco Bell parking lot. An employee then called the local police department, Law enforcement officers soon arrived to speak to the customer who eventually left without incident. Police Chief Shane Truman said the chain made the right call by reaching out for backup. But he also said, we have more important things to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that just seemed a little bit ridiculous. I mean,
0: I've been angry over not getting enough hot sauce before. I mean, we all have. I'm yeah. sure we've all been
1: there. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, like at McDonald's, they limit you to two sauces per nugget container and like I don't know sometimes you just need more sometimes you need more sauce uh,
0: have you ever held up gotten to a dispute in the Taco Bell drive through we talk about no. that a lot never Oh gosh
1: no uh, have you I'm, ever
0: reached across and grabbed
1: <laughs> no. the, okay I am very non-confrontational <laughs> like oh I don't want to talk to the manager If if you brought me the wrong food I would still eat it I I'm just yeah I'm I'm a lover not a fighter
0: I don't know if I've ever gotten your uh, take on Taco Bell. Are you a fan? Not a fan?
1: Oh, I love Taco Bell. A Crunchwrap Supreme after a night of cocktails—there could not be anything more delightful. I wish we were eating Taco Bell today. <laughs> TVH. <laughs>
0: I'll have you back on the Taco Bell episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know the cool thing about Crunchwrap Supremes is you can throw them like they're fris- <laughs> Like a frisbee. Like a frisbee. <laughs> And you can catch them in your mouth. Have you ever tried that?
1: No, but I think we should try that. You
0: should yeah. We should do a YouTube video. What could
1: possibly go wrong? A TikTok. It'd be very ladylike.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. Okay, let's, uh, let's do it. Let's put these tacos to the test. This is the ultimate test, I'd say, here on Taco the Town. Let's see if fuzzies can redeem themselves in my eyes. And in Birdie's eyes. Have you ever had fuzzies before, Birdie? I have not. Okay, so what are we looking at there? What do you have?
1: I have the pork. Pork. And uh, aesthetically, it is the okayest looking taco I have ever seen. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that. So we got pork. We got pork. We got shredded chicken. We got, oh, this is spicy pork. We got the grilled shrimp and we also got the fajita beef. Uh, So you want to try the pork first?
1: Okay, let's do this. Do
0: you think the name Fuzzy Taco is, does that immediately make you think, oh this taco is going to be gross?
1: Um, Or do you think it's good? It doesn't, it doesn't fill me with confidence. And um, I have like a thing about foods that are named, like I don't, I don't want to become what I have eaten. So, like, I don't eat chunky peanut butter. Like, I don't want to be chunky. Um, <laughs> this taco is named Fuzzy. I'm not really married to this idea of being fuzzy, so I'm skeptical. Or hair on a taco. Right? Ooh, uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hadn't even considered that. That's what I Now get. that you said it, mmm, love I put, that journey for me. Now I
0: put that out there. Uh,
1: Should I take a bite? Yeah, let's do oh, it. Oh, gosh.
0: Okay, what are you feeling?
1: It doesn't taste Mexican. It's got, like... Mediterranean vibes to it It's having an identity crisis I think
0: Mediterranean vibes yeah It kind of looks Mediterranean too Does I mean
1: it? yeah and that's like not an insult It's actually a compliment but when you're expecting Something one thing from a taco And you get something completely different it's a A little disarming
0: How's the, how's the pork taste to you
1: Hmm Let's take, let's take a concentrated bite Shall we Hmm It still doesn't taste Mexican it's not bad. It's just not. Like, I think if we sent this taco to Mexico and had people try it, that they would be very upset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's an imposter.
0: Maybe they were going for the Mediterranean vibe, you Maybe. know? Maybe. They were like, hey, let's not do the whole Mexican taco thing. Let's do a Mediterranean taco. Yeah.
1: There's a time and a place for that, though. Right. And I guess now is that time and place, and this is that place.
0: Now, I've seen your Twitter. Mm -hmm. You recently were making homemade marshmallows.
1: Yes, I did do that.
0: Tell me all about that. What's the process? How many did you make? Oh, man. Did it get out of control?
1: (laughs) So making marshmallows is not for the faint of heart. There's like a lot of equipment involved. You need a candy thermometer and uh, like a stand mixer. And it's very temperature sensitive. And I live in a very old house that doesn't retain heat very easily. So like I have to get the room to a specific temperature and I've got to get all the candy making supplies. And um, it makes a huge batch. It's one of those things where you don't realize how much you have until you're eating marshmallows. Like for every meal. Um, But I luckily have amazing neighbors and I was able to gift them a whole bag. They have three little girls. So like they're over the moon. I'm picturing
0: marshmallow coming out of the kitchen windows. (laughs) Is that not... Did it get that out of control? No, it doesn't get that out of control.
1: You put it in an eight by eight square container to like let them harden and congeal. And then you start slicing them and it's like, it's very tall. So you wind up with these... Huge chunks of marshmallow, which is great if you're into that sort of thing.
0: If that's your bag?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, I've never met anyone that made their own marshmallows before, so uh-huh. I think it's... I think I'm it's, honored. It's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we move on to the next taco?
1: Yes, please. And I,
0: we also have the chips and salsa out here. Yep,
1: I feel good about chips. If they messed up chips, then we have to call the police.
0: It looks like... Um,
1: it looks like they have some seasoning on them. Yeah, little, Which I'm concerned about.
0: I didn't... I don't remember the chips being like this so (laughs) part of my bad taco experience was the bad salsa I believe that the poisoned salsa so let's hope this isn't poisoned salsa I really should have given you a warning about this episode I'm sorry I I didn't know that
1: (laughs) I might not have come (laughs) I might have just like said yes and then ghosted you
0: (laughs) okay what are your first thoughts on the salsa does it seem okay are we doing good? Um. I mean, mm. the salsa on on the container, it says good vibes inside. Are you getting some good vibes from, mm. from the salsa?
1: It's trying very hard, but it tastes a little tomato saucy. It's weird because, like, I'm a Jewish-Italian girl from Long Island, and a lot of this food feels like it's having a confused life, which I get. I get it.
0: It's trying to be trying to serve both masters.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm getting, like, tomato sauce vibes. What so about you?
0: We've got some Italian chips and salsa. We've got mm-hmm. some Mediterranean tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting a little marinara.
1: Yeah, like like just a can of crushed tomatoes with some other stuff thrown in.
0: This chips and salsa are not bringing back any bad memories, so... That's great. I don't remember it being like this.
1: Okay. So that's a good thing. Maybe they
0: changed their recipe.
1: Yeah. How many years has it been since the the incident? Five Five? years. Five years. Yeah.
0: Haven't set foot in Fuzzy's Tacos since. Ooh. Just so hard being a taco lover, (laughs) driving by all the fuzzy taco (laughs) locations in the city. Are there a lot? There are about five,
1: I believe. Do they know that you had a traumatic experience?
0: No. I never went back. Oh, poor guys. I never brought it up to them. I never wrote about it on Internet. I just tried to block it out. You know. Yeah.
1: I mean, we do that with trauma. We try to repress the memories because it's painful to think about.
0: Do you want to move on to another taco?
1: Sure. Let's go uh, chicken.
0: Uh, yeah, let's do chicken. Shredded chicken, right?
1: This uh, – oh, no. You know what? This is shrimp. I'll be brave. I'll try the shrimp while okay. you try the chicken.
0: Okay.
1: Oof. When you tell someone that you got sick from a taco and then they bring you a shrimp taco – I'm so
0: sorry
1: It actually looks really underdone Although it could just be my mind playing tricks on me Because my mind is like, don't eat the taco (laughs) You will You will have issues from this thing I'm so afraid I'm like Jesse Spano right now I'm like so excited, so excited, so scared
0: (laughs) Okay She's trying the shrimp Now I did not have a shrimp taco that night So it wasn't the shrimp that made me sick Okay, what are your thoughts? Uh, You've had Hmm. a very inquisitive inquisitive look. Quizzical.
1: um, It's okay. I'm not, like, excited to eat the rest of it, but... I don't know. I guess we'll find out (laughs) in about 20 minutes. Okay. That's usually about how long it takes for seafood poisoning. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) And I took the bus and walked here, so... um, If I do get sick, it's going to be a really adventurous trip back home. (laughs) Gosh.
0: I hope you're not going to get sick. I'm going to try the shrimp now, too.
1: Maybe the drinks will kill whatever is in the tacos. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like how I feel about life in general. Just pickle it. We can pickle that. Mmm. That's not a good face. Not that your face is not good, but like that is not a. That's not an excited face. You know, I'm doing.
0: I'm saying it exactly what you were saying. It doesn't make me want to eat more of it. Mm-hmm. I had one bite. I don't want to have another bite. No. Should we keep going?
1: <laughs> we have one left. We can do this. I have two left. Oh gosh. Chicken okay. and
0: then a fajita one. Fajita one. Okay. Come on, fuzzy What's tacos! What's really
1: unfortunate about this is that like so many people are hungry right now, and we're just eating these, and we're like, meh. It's
0: it's our lot in life as taco reviewers, it I is. guess.
1: It is. It We're gonna have to like make a donation to Harvesters after this.
0: <laughs> I could bring these by Well, no, they got <laughs> We've bite. We've
1: taken a bite out <laughs> of all of them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you having now?
1: I have shredded chicken now. Okay. And I'll try my um, shredded chicken too. Yeah, let's go for it. Oh no, that's wet. Not in a good way.
0: That's one wet taco. That was
1: one wet taco. That's one of my taco no nos. That's a wet. Wet ass wet. That's a wet. That's a wet. Wet ass taco. Wet ass
0: taco. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass taco.
1: Ooh, that one was extra not good. I'm going to need a minute. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I should have known better. <laughs> what was I thinking?
0: <laughs> I thought that they got better over the last it's five okay. years.
1: It's okay. It's not your fault. We're going back for the chips. Please should, feel safe. Yeah.
0: Should we try the last taco?
1: We have to. We're, it's our moral obligation. Oh, I just got like a spicy bite of ta- of chip.
0: Yeah, do you like that little spice? That's, the little yeah. red spice they what have do you on have here? What's going on here? Not too bad.
1: It's really hard to mess up chips, though.
0: Yeah. These are kind of the thin,
1: thin mm-hmm. chips.
0: They're they're yeah. not too bad.
1: They're not too bad. Oh, remember when I told you I was a messy eater? I have, like, a pile of food schnitzels <laughs> over here. I really live up to the name Birdie. Like, I just create a mess wherever I go.
0: You might have one of the... Coolest names of our guests ever here on the show. Bertie Hansen?
1: Um, well, I should tell you that my real name is not Bertie.
0: What? Is that your stage name?
1: Um, well, I guess it's confession time. <sighs> Maybe you wouldn't have invited me on the show if you knew my real name was Karen.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> We're sitting down with a Karen today.
1: (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm a Karen. When
0: did you start going by birdie? Was it when the whole Karen thing happened? It was
1: just before the Karen thing happened. It was actually when I was at meditation teacher training in LA and my name tag would not stay on me to save my life. And... So I was like kidding around saying like, oh, I don't think my name likes me. And everyone was very serious. And they were like, oh, really? Like, do you want us to call you something else? And I thought about it and I was like, well, I've never liked my first name. And I'm in this room of strangers and I have this opportunity to be called something else. And so I took the day. And the night, and I thought about it, and I was like, "I've never felt like a Karen. It's time to be called something else." And Birdie has always been a name that I just thought was so cute, and so I told everyone to start calling me Birdie, and boom, done. Perfect. Yeah,
0: it's a great name. Thank you. Every time I think of the name Karen, I think of uh, Goodfellas.
1: Oh yeah. When yes. Ray
0: Liotta is yelling, at his <laughs> wife. <laughs>
1: And it comes in handy because sometimes, I mean, we can all have our moments. Sometimes I'm being a real Karen and I'll just say, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm being a real Karen right now.
0: My Karen's showing.
1: Yeah. 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 Got to put her away.
0: Well, thank you for using this space to confess that. I feel like we're just getting <laughs> a lot of stuff off our chest today. Yeah, we're
1: unpacking a lot yeah. in a short yeah. amount of time.
0: Should we try this very last taco?
1: Um, oh, yes. All right.
0: This is the fajita... Ooh. Chicken taco. This
1: one feels almost as scary as the shrimp. I haven't even unwrapped it yet. So I'm just gonna send good vibes to this taco.
0: Come on, fuzzies.
1: Oh, this one looks wet too.
0: Yeah, the flour tortilla is kind of falling apart.
1: This oh wait one's... no, this is chicken.
0: Oh maybe the chicken fajita.
1: Alright, I see an onion.
0: This is feeling almost Mediterranean too. It kind of looks like a euro, doesn't it?
1: It does. That's kind of how I felt about the pork.
0: Yeah. Okay, Oh, here no, we that's go. wet,
1: too. Mm-mm. Nope.
0: Too wet? I'm
1: pulling the ripcord. I'm out. I'm drinking my Negroni.
0: <laughs> You're on your own. You thought you were coming on the show, going to have an amazing taco meal, <laughs> and I bring you all these wet Mediterranean tacos from Fuzzies.
1: <laughs> I kind of knew that I was going to be in for a reverse treat, like a not treat. So I I ate before I came here. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Would you have preferred um, hard shell as opposed to these soft shells or?
1: It's hard to say. What because would have made I,
0: these tacos better for you?
1: Oof, uh, <laughs> me dying first. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Premature death. <laughs> you cannot save a wet taco. Like these literally feel like they were dunked in a bowl of water and then rolled up in tin foil. So I'm going to go like that's a no for me, dog. All right. <laughs> Not to get all Gordon Ramsay, but that is a no for me.
0: You can't save a wet taco. That should that should go on a t-shirt. It, yes. Um so I need to know final rating. We do one out of 5 golden tacos here on the show. What's your taco rating for Fuzzy's Taco Shop?
1: Oof. Well, so far I haven't gotten sick. And We're
0: still knock on table, yeah, knock on knock on wood, knock on things. Concrete. Please.
1: I can tell that they're trying, though. Like, the amount of lettuce, like, they clearly want you to have a good experience. So, I'm going to be kind, and I'm going to give them two stars. Or two tacos.
0: Two golden tacos.
1: Two golden tacos. What about you?
0: (sighs) This was hard. I really wanted these to blow me away because of my terrible one bad taco experience. But five years later, I mean, I haven't gotten sick yet. Yep. Knock on Knocking on the things. Not yet. Just trying to think of what would make these tacos better. Not wet. Not wet. Not falling apart. Mm -hmm. Maybe some more tasty ingredients, like some. They were kind of bland, right? Yeah.
1: It's the wetness that I can't forgive. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) Can't forgive that wetness. I'm going, I mean, chips and salsa, I'm going to give them a 3.9 and tacos. I'm going to go 2.9. Okay. Uh, maybe the hard shell would have been better. Maybe. Cause then they wouldn't have gotten so wet. Or did you think or, it was the, the
1: chicken? I think it was the chick. I think, yeah. And the it,
0: ingredients that made it wet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause tacos don't just like spontaneously get wet on their own. So.
0: I wonder what makes a wet taco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <sighs> well oh my goodness I was really hoping this was going to turn around my bad taco experience. I haven't gotten sick yet, so we're right. still good. We're well, still like,
1: This is kind of part of the process of healing trauma is that sometimes we don't get the redemptive experience that we're hoping for. Right. So we just hold space for what is. So we're just holding space for wet tacos right now.
0: It's almost like if I had gone to Snuggles grave
1: and visited Snuggles
0: Snuggles as an adult just to get some closure. Yeah. And then maybe I got there and I just felt nothing, you know, when you try to get some closure and maybe someone else was there and they were like really loud and I couldn't have my moment of peace with the grave of Snuggles. This is kind of what that feels like.
1: Yeah. So it's about uh, finding some forgiveness in your heart for the tacos, for yourself, because it's a lot to process.
0: Oh, gosh. Sorry, we got heavy. Puzzies, you let us down again. So we usually do bad reviews in a funny voice here on the show, (laughs) but I've got some good reviews in funny voices. Do you want to read some good reviews in funny voices?
1: Yeah. Reviews on Talk of the Town, of the Town, Tug of
0: the Town, of the Town. I hear that you can do some really good, funny voices. <laughs> and I, at one point in your life, you talked exactly like Fran Drescher, the nanny.
1: I did talk like Fran Drescher. So uh, I'm from Long Island. And I grew up with a very strong Long Island accent. And when I went to college, my college roommate was from Chicago. And when I was moving my stuff in, she just had this look of disgust on her face. And I was like, "What is up with this bitch?" And so finally, my parents leave, and I ask her, "I'm like, so what's with the what's with the face?" And I have never met this girl before. Needless to say, we were not friends. Um, never, and she, never
0: became friends. Oh,
1: God no, no never. Um, That's some heavy
0: accent action going on in that room. It,
1: she had a Chicago accent and she didn't think that she had an accent, <laughs> so calling a calling it like it is. Um, she said that my accent, she couldn't believe that I was going to the same college as her, sounding like that. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's some accent shaming.
1: And yeah, and I was so uh, self-conscious about it afterward that I took four years of phonetics classes to get rid of my New York accent.
0: Can you bring it back for bad reviews and funny voices? Oh my God, yes. Okay.
1: I usually only bring it out when I'm like drunk or angry. That's when it comes out. It's like a gremlin inside of me, but I will happily bring her out today. Okay, where should I start? So
0: they're all there at the bottom. Just kind of pick one that you like best. Sean. What do you You want to read one from Sean?
1: Sean K. says, it was good. Not as amazing as people told me, but I think when people tell me amazing, I expect way too much. Had the shrimp taco, brisket taco, and a fish taco. Sauce was good. Spicy if you put a lot on there. I'd go back. Three stars. (laughs) Boy, just like conjured Miss Maisel a little. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: That was good.
1: Should I do another one? Yeah, let's
0: do another one. You want to have another?
1: Let's see.
0: Do do Pretend Oof. you're your dad. Oof. Can you do your dad? Lou
1: Costa has a very specific Long Island accent. <laughs> he was born and raised in Rockaway, and he has lived in New York his entire life. Um, let's see. Ooh, these reviews are off Yelp. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been... Oh, Jason G says... Jason G I've been here a few times. I don't expect super fast service. It's basically fast food that is not so fast. But the food is delicious once you get it. The shrimp tacos are great. Not a huge fan of the queso dip. The interior is kind of sad, but you can watch a game while you eat. Three stars. (laughs) These are exactly (laughs) glowing reviews.
0: (laughs) I will say, on my bad taco experience, I waited forever for my tacos. Today... They were super fast. I got them in like under ten minutes. So, this is the Warnell location.
1: <laughs> yeah, Man, props to the Warnell location. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were. I think those were the only ones I could find. These that
1: these were the good reviews. These were the good
0: reviews. Question mark. Um, should I do one?
1: <laughs> yes, please. Can you do it in a Fran Drescher voice? Where I you can't. like get the laugh I at can't. the end, where you go like, ha ha ha. I- Is that how you laugh? No. Oh, God, no. But that's Um, how Fran Drescher laughs.
0: What kind of voice do you want me to do? Wasn't there like a British guy on that show? Yes. Yes. What was his name, Mr... Uh...
1: Oh, I don't know. I really didn't watch it very much (laughs) until people told me that I sounded like her, and then I knew that it was like a 911 emergency for me to take phonetics lessons. Oh, wait, we have more food to eat. We have churros to try. Oh, yeah,
0: we do. This Um, might be the
1: redeeming thing Oh yeah, because I love dessert.
0: Let's do churros last. (laughs) There's two Jason G's. I'll do the second Jason G. I'm going to do like a snooty guy. Jason G says... The food here is on par with the other fuzzy taco shops in the KC area. (laughs) The particular location is kind of sad, though. They want to be a hip happening place, but an overwhelming atmosphere of sadness greets you as you enter the door. I think it came from the men's room not having a locking door. I told the guy behind the counter about it, and he said he knew about it being broken and needs work and needs to work on making a sign for the door. How long does that take anywho anywho's <laughs> if you still want their food but don't want to come here, they do use postmates to deliver to your home, where the lock on your bathroom door probably works Only three probably. stars <laughs> I think that's the same Jason G he just keeps saying the place is sad,
1: yeah. Maybe he's sad. We should give him a hug.
0: He wants a more, you know, uh, like I said. a happy meal. Like at at the beginning, it's kind of that Margaritaville vibe. But when I went there and got sick that one night, it was a very sad feel, too. So I don't know what they need to do to make their locations not so sad. Maybe
1: they need to sage it and get some of that bad energy out. Do
0: you think bad tacos give off bad energy to restaurants?
1: I mean, so here's the thing. Everything has an energetic vibration to it. We're all made of energy. I mean, even watches have crystals in them to help regulate time. And so I think that there can be a, an energetic exchange from the people preparing the tacos, from the space that the tacos are prepared in. Like, If it's just not a happy place, then I can't imagine that a happy thing would come out of an unhappy place.
0: Right. The tacos. I feel... Yeah, it is. It It is the tacos. The wet tacos are bringing the place down. Yeah. Something has to be done.
1: Yeah, but I wonder if there's, like, some energy in the building or if someone is really sad making them. Like, would you... If I was really sad and depressed and making you a meal... Would, would you want it? Would you be as excited about it if I was in a good mood?
0: If you were, like, sad when you were making your marshmallows? Yeah, like, if I
1: was crying into my marshmallows, like, don't you think that they wouldn't taste as good? And you wouldn't know why, but it would just have, you know, it would be sad vibes in the yeah. marshmallows.
0: Yep. Well, I mean, that, that brings our review to a close. If you're having a hankering for some wet tacos, some tasty chips and salsa, <laughs> Maybe check out a Fuzzy's location, but yeah, maybe get it Postmates. Don't go inside because it's going to make you sad. Is that the final review we're, we're saying here? I
1: think so. Yeah. yeah. That's generous.
0: We'll be right back after this break. Hey, everybody. Dave from Taco the Town here. I wanted to let all of our listeners know about a new podcast from our executive producer, Chris Garibaldi. It's called The Lost and Found and Rewound Podcast. It's a movie review podcast where Chris and his old childhood chums, Jim and Rick, Review movies from their childhood that they watched on VHS and they remember being great. They watch the film again and determine if the film that they loved as teens holds up or if it should be lost forever. They review movie classics such as The Wicker Man and Sharky's Machine. So be kind and unwind with the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast. Available now on Podbean. How are you doing? Are you feeling okay?
1: I'm feeling okay. But so it's kind of hard for me to review food from a a, like generous place because I'm a pretty good cook. So if I'm going to go and grab food from a restaurant, I want it to be better than something that I could possibly make at home.
0: Right. Do you make tacos at home? Um, Or Oh, you must make burritos. I mean,
1: we make burritos occasionally, but that's to be honest, it's not. It's not in our, like, regular rotation.
0: Okay. Do you want to try these churros? I do. Let's do it.
1: I feel confident about something covered in cinnamon sugar.
0: Oh, these are nice. Yeah, any place that serves churros. Yeah. I mean, I would just go to maybe Fuzzies for the churros. They if seem you're,
1: crunchy. Mm. Yeah, what do
0: they look a like? Little,
1: a little underdone on the inside. Oh, I just dropped a piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh. It ran away from me. It was like, uh-oh, this bitch is <laughs> looking at me <laughs> strangely. <laughs> oh, no, that's all right.
0: Oh, hey, don't don't forget this.
1: Mm, what is that? Honey? Churro um, juice? Churro juice. Uh, <laughs> everything was wet enough already. I'm going to pass.
0: Okay, I am want to try one.
1: Yeah, get in there. <laughs> there was a lot of oil in there. Everything is just a little too wet, whether it's from oil or moisture itself. I feel like people should turn this particular episode into a drinking game, and every time we say the word wet... You take a sip, right, or a shot, whatever floats your boat, man. You might be dead by the end, but that's not our fault. Yeah, it's a little wet,
0: wet inside that churro.
1: Yeah. Okay. So our, our review remains the same. Everything's just wet.
0: <laughs> Drink. She just said wet again.
1: All right. This is um,
0: this is town of the taco. Town of the taco, Kansas City, oh, the place I love. This is where we talk about the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. Yes. I have a bunch of Kansas City topics in this cup. I want you to grab a couple and we'll discuss.
1: All right. Oh, well, this is an easy one. What's it say? It says the lamest thing happening in KC right now. And I would say that Rona would be the lamest thing (laughs) happening in KC right now because she is, you know, she's doing her thing. Enough said.
0: Rona, yep. Go away, Rona.
1: Oh, What's this the- is sad. Concert go- going in Casey. Next.
0: Uh, yeah. Next topic. <laughs> no more concerts.
1: <laughs> oh, man. All right. Oh, God. Oh, OK. I like this one. City planning past and future. So this is something that I actually feel really passionately about because I am car free in Kansas City, which is very rare. Um, And my husband used to work for an organization called Bike Walk KC, and they work on getting bike lanes and streets safer for both cyclists and pedestrians. So I have a unique look at Kansas City because I'm from New York and Boston and LA, where it's very easy to ride your bike everywhere and walk places, whereas like Kansas City, it's it's like the wild, wild west. You have like speed limits that are out of control, streets that are way too wide and cars going too fast. So I'm hoping that in the future that Kansas City adopts a little bit more of a big city feel because right now we still operate like a small town, very much a car town. So I'm hoping that over the years we can get some more infrastructure in place so that it feels a little bit more city-like, maybe even European.
0: What is your part of town that you're like, this part of town needs some help?
1: Oh gosh, Um, well I live in Midtown, so I'm between like Linwood and 39th Street, and I walk on Main, I walk on Broadway a lot, and it's just like traffic goes so fast, and it could be so much more friendly to cyclists and pedestrians, because people are just like flying down the street all the time. Not to sound like an old grandma, but...
0: Are you in favor of everyone having segues?
1: Mm -mm. Oh, gosh, no. Um,
0: Because I believe that's the future.
1: (laughs) You believe that's the future? I would say that with the now wide-scale adoption of e-bikes, where there's like an e-assist, which is great because Kansas City is very hilly. And if you're an inexperienced cyclist and you don't know how to climb hills, it's an absolute nightmare. Um, I think that e-bikes are maybe a little bit more the future. Instead of Segways. Okay. Have you ever ridden a Segway? Yeah. How'd you feel about it?
0: It's hard to eat a taco on a Segway. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs>
1: it's hard to eat a taco on a bike too, I yeah, think.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Do you have another topic there?
1: I do. Uh, things KC gets a bad rap about. And let's see. I think people just, people who are not from here don't understand what Kansas City is. Because when I told my friends in LA that I was moving to Kansas City, they were like, oh, you bought a farm? <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, and they were like, but isn't it all just like cornfields and and farms there? So I think people just have no idea that Kansas City is an actual city that has like great food and bars and like cafes. And we have world class museums and we've got the plaza and we have good universities here. And that it, it has all of the amenities of a big city without the hassles. Right.
0: And no. It's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. Okay, it's time for Taco Topics. This is the in-depth taco questionnaire. I just want your true feelings on all things taco. Bertie, Karen, (laughs) Hanson, are you ready?
1: Yes, I'm ready.
0: Here we go. Question number one. What's the one thing you look for in a taco?
1: (laughs) After eating today's tacos, I want them to be dry, dry.
0: Not too dry, though. Not
1: too dry, just right, like a, like a Goldilocks situation, like not too wet, not too dry, just right. So uh, I would say that that is what I'm looking for in a taco is just the right amount of moisture.
0: <laughs> the right amount of moisture in a taco.
1: <laughs> it's very odd and specific, but if you're playing the drinking game at home, you can drink.
0: Question two, do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? We had soft today. Maybe they would have been better if they were hard.
1: Yeah, I don't know. A wet, crunchy taco. Like, if I'm expecting it to be crunchy, I want that, like, crunch to it. But personally, I like soft tacos because hard ones just make a mess. But if you're putting it, like, in a, like, one of those ginormous taco bowl shell things, I'm having that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hot or mild salsa?
1: Ooh, hot. Yeah.
0: We should have had some hot today. Would that have made them better?
1: I think it would have added more moisture, which we really did. (laughs) More wet (laughs) wet tacos.
0: (laughs) In in status update, we're still feeling okay, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I feel great. Okay. Yeah, me too.
0: No stomach issues yet. I
1: don't feel like I want to poop my pants.
0: Okay. No diapers needed yet. (laughs) Question three, pro cilantro or no cilantro?
1: No cilantro. I could live without it. I'm not one of those people where it tastes like soap, but I've never been like, you know, this could use more cilantro. No.
0: Okay. Favorite side dish with tacos, chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac.
1: Queso.
0: F, Mary kill, salsa, queso, guac.
1: Ooh. Kill salsa, fuck guac, and marry queso. (laughs) Sexual.
0: We should have got got some queso.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I could handle any more disappointment. Gosh. If they had messed up the queso, that would have been it for me.
0: Ooh. Okay, if you're not eating tacos and you're not because you're a burrito girl. Yes. What do you eat as much as I eat tacos?
1: Pizza. I love pizza. Like in my Twitter bio, it says, We'll ride bikes for pizza and ice cream. I feel that strongly about pizza.
0: Okay. And you like the Bronx?
1: I love the Bronx. I would. Definitely. I would, I would marry DeBronx. Would, I would you
0: F marry and kill <laughs> DeBronx?
1: I would marry DeBronx. I would. Kill
0: Domino's Taco kill Pizza. Kill
1: Domino's <laughs> and I would fuck Artego. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I got to take you to original pizza sometime. Have you had original pizza yet?
1: No. Where is it?
0: It's at the mall. The mall? Oak Park Mall.
1: Oh boy, that's definitely outside my world bubble, but I'm I'm open to try it.
0: Can you take the bus, walk a little bit, get on another <laughs> bus and get there and just for some pizza, just for a slice?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna have to plug it into Google Maps, but okay. if it's possible, I will do it.
0: I can bring it to you. I just wanna know your thoughts. It's one of my favorite New York style pizzas. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? You you probably have turned down tacos before.
1: Uh besides today? Yes. Um,
0: Today may might be the I day. I
1: think, I think, I was probably too hungover to eat tacos once. It was at South by Southwest in 2010, and I really uh, tied one on the night before, and I couldn't really keep anything down that day. Oh <laughs> so I had to, I had to pass. Okay. Uh, I think it was, uh, Torchy's tacos. Okay. They looked amazing, but to me that day, oof, no. Couldn't do it. Mm-mm, couldn't do it.
0: Have you ever had a time in your life when you've turned down burritos?
1: Only if I was around, only if the choice was like burrito or pizza.
0: Pizza, pizza. Yep. Do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias besides wet tacos?
1: Drink. Um, <laughs> besides wet tacos, a phobia. No, phobia is like, is a clinical thing i would say i have preferences but no phobias
0: okay okay this is the speed round i just want to know yay or nay on these different taco types here we go taco pizza yay taco salad yay taco burgers nay taco dogs nay dogs dressed like tacos (laughs) yay breakfast tacos yay walking tacos nay taco soup nay taco pie nay taquitos yes miniature tiny tacos yes Choco Tacos. Yay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast, a naked chicken chalupa. Nay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg, a breakfast taco from Taco Bell. Nay. Tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese, nacho fries from Taco Bell.
1: Mm, yay.
0: Taco Bell all day or no way? All day. You did great. Good job.
1: <laughs> Thanks. That's it.
0: Really good. So no on a chalupa. No chalupas for you?
1: Uh, pass.
0: Are you more of a gordita or... A- I am
1: a Crunchwrap Supreme girl okay. through and through. Okay. Yes.
0: Close to the last question. Favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Oh. Something that really fires you up to get tacos. Something that gets you ready for I them. mean,
1: my walk-up song yeah. anywhere is the thong song. For real? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> That's a great walk-up song. <laughs> dun, 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 dun,
1: dun. Yeah. Really fires me up.
0: You know... You could do a parody thong song that says something about Crunch Rap Supreme. Oh, for sure. She's got crunch, like a crunch, rap, supreme. (laughs) Something like that. Uh, Crunch, crunch.
1: Yes. All night long. Yes.
0: Got to think of something that rhymes with thong, though. That has to do with tacos. That's a great walk-up song. Man, I wish Cisco was still making hits.
1: Me too. But my elder millennial is really showing right now.
0: (laughs) Okay, this is the part of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week.
1: Random Taco Question of the Week.
0: Throw me a number between 1 and 70, and I will ask you a random taco question.
1: Let's go with 45. It's my birthday.
0: All right, here we go. Okay, this is a a deep one. This is good for you. You can give me some clinical stuff on this. Are people who don't love tacos pressured into eating tacos on Taco Tuesday? Do do people have Taco Tuesday anxiety?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, there's this like social pressure where everybody is doing it and therefore you feel like you have to because at our core, we all want to be part of a a tribe. And so if everybody is ordering tacos, even if you don't love tacos, you're going to go for it. So I would say that peer pressure definitely plays a part in that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I never thought of it until... You know, a couple years ago on this and it just really upsets me that there's people out there that feel the pressure to eat tacos on Taco Tuesday and and maybe they have friends that are like, hey, let's go get tacos. And then they're like, Aww. yeah, they have to like be like, I think I'm just going to stay home, guys. And then you don't know why. But then it's they have Taco Tuesday anxiety. <laughs>
1: It is unfortunate, but I would say that, I mean, there could be a lot of reasons that people don't like tacos. Maybe they're on a diet or maybe it's just not compatible with their uh, eating habits, their dietary preferences. So there could be a lot of reasons. I would say that we should just embrace people and kind of meet them where they are.
0: Right. Or maybe they were taking care of a a dog and its name was Taco and it. Ran into a highway Yeah And it brings back Bad memories
1: Yeah That would be really sad We should hug that person Yeah I
0: think it's I think we've come to the end Of our uh, Special episode Of Taco the Town The reveal episode Is there anything Else you'd like to Send me on my way With Dealing with Hopefully now well, the store is still open because I've had a second bad taco experience, or mm-hmm. this one hasn't been as bad as the first bad taco experience. Right. It was just kind of a mediocre yes. taco experience. So what 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 should I do? Where, where do I put that feeling now?
1: Well, first, I loved what you said to your inner child about the forgiveness piece. So being able to find some forgiveness for that inner child, and then... Also, this idea that we can always create our own closure, we can make the choice. So if you want to close the chapter on fuzzies, I mean, you can do something symbolic, like you can have like a a dumpster ceremony where you throw all of these tacos in and just release yourself of the burden of I'm going to do that
0: anyway. (laughs) I'm going to throw these away.
1: I mean, we can what, do it together. But... I'm picturing
0: of a dumpster <laughs> lit on fire. Should I do that?
1: That's 2020. Okay, yeah, um, that's the
0: year. Yeah, we're just
1: gonna add some tacos to the fire. But there are definitely ways where you can find closure in a way that the universe doesn't always provide it. So finding ways to just close the book on this one, I would say that throwing these away in the dumpster might be really cathartic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Where now where can people find your find your business and where, where are you on uh, social media? Yeah,
1: so you can find me on the internet. My website is birdiehanson.com. So it's B-I-R-D-I-E-H-A-N-S-E-N dot com. I'm the Birdie Hanson on Twitter and Instagram. And um yeah, I love meeting new people.
0: And I'm still wearing the crystals. Is it okay if I wear this home? Yeah. This is mine?
1: Yeah, that can be yours. Yeah. For real? Yeah.
0: You're letting me have this? Yes. What about those taco crystals? Yeah,
1: these are for you too. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Can I make a lightsaber out of these crystals? (laughs) You can. Thank you so much. You're welcome. These are beautiful. And they're taco colored.
1: They are kind of taco colored.
0: Beautiful. This is one of the nicest gifts that's ever been given to me. Aw. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, that's the show. Thanks for being on the show and thanks for talking tacos with me.
1: Thanks for having me. And
0: thanks for giving me some closure. Mm, doors still slightly open on this fuzzies door but um, <laughs> I think I have sl- closer on snuggles now so thank Good. you very much of course remember you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Taco the Town KC please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts Stitcher, Podbean and Spotify thanks to Matt Allen Chris Garibaldi and the band Sun Eaters who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town their catalog is available on lotuspool.com and until next time Go, Go eat, eat some, some tacos. tacos. Be safe out there, everybody. Taco the taco taco, taco the taco the taco the taco the taco
1: the taco the taco